What's up, everybody? It's your boy, Bread Like a King, made us Kelvin Kaylee. This is Wrestling With My Thoughts. This is a whole new year, and man, we have a myriad of things to talk about. I'm here with my boy, Frank D. What's up, brother? What's going on with you, man? How you doing? Nothing much. We got some brand new wrestling news. We are fresh off of a lot of pay-per-views and some historic announcements going on. So, what do you want to jump into first? I guess the first topic that we can start on tonight... It's going to be the controversy that happened over the weekend with uh, one Tessa Blanchard. Okay. Uh, Tessa Blanchard, pretty much, you know. Some things came out about her. She tweeted out something about women supporting each other. When we do that, cool things happen. (laughs) And then all hell broke loose. You had many different female wrestling talents that started to chime in about some bad experiences they've had with Miss Blanchard over the years. Yes. Including one uh, female African-American wrestler who was apparently spit on and uh, called the uh, N-word. What's your take on this whole situation I really thought the timing of it was weird uh, specifically the avalanche of shit that came out right uh, it was weird it was weird to see like it, they, they just came out of the woodworks it's like she opened Pandora's box and then everything that bad everything bad that could happen did happen for her and it was just it was weird because it was on the eve right the right, eve you of the, uh, the the Impact Wrestling uh, pay-per-view. Right. Yeah. It was on the eve of that. Right. Like, like, how do you go into that match with all of that shit happening, you know? And then there could have been, there could have been some major, comp- some major complications that came from that. Right. Uh, that could have ruined the whole pay-per-view because that, that generated a lot of buzz, her and Sammy Callahan actually right. stepping in the ring together. Right. And it was for the Impact title. Right. That, that was a lot of buzz around that event. And it, it very well could have ruined that whole event. Well, I think the the event is ruined in itself because you have a fucking female <laughs> challenging for the Impact Wrestling Heavyweight Championship. I just don't understand what they're doing. I mind you, I have not watched TNA Impact Wrestling in fucking years. Okay, so I don't know exactly what they're doing down there. But I did see that Tessa Blanchard was challenging Sammy Callahan. And I just don't understand the appeal of it. I'm old school. I grew up on, you know, the men fight the men, the women fight the women. This is the reason why we have women's championships for these situations. It's kind of like, what's next? We're going to have Brock Lesnar take on Becky Lynch for the WWE, you know, championship? (laughs) Is is that what we're going with? Are we going to have, you know, Bailey challenge the Fiend? You know that, you know that it's not, that shit's not going to happen. But. No, it won't happen over in WWE land. But. The hype machine behind Tessa Blanchard was that she could get in the ring with a man and beat a man in the ring. So they they, they had actually yeah, been working but, that whole angle for a while. I, and I get that. But the point I'm the point I'm gonna make is this, okay? Now that Tessa Blanchard is the impact champion, what do you do when the time comes for her to drop the impact championship? Is she just gonna continue to it's run through happen. the male roster at Impact Wrestling? If the, I mean, my thing is this, man. We already saw what happened back in 98 when Mark Merrill got powerbombed by fucking Sable and then <laughs> Steve Austin didn't want to work with him after that. Okay, these things tend to have long-term effects on people's careers. That's that what does, I'm saying. It does. You're Do right. we want to have a situation where this woman's beating all the Impact Wrestling talent and then, 
you know, these guys are worth nothing. You go to somewhere else and be like, oh, you lost to a female. It's kind of like when, you know, back in the day when, when Ric Flair uh, lost the uh, the match against Mr. Perfect and had to leave. And then Ole Anderson told him, what the hell am I going to do with you now? Now that you well, lost to fucking, you know, Hennig on TV. If they if they do this right, which I don't, I don't know what angle... Uh, what angle they're gonna work with? But if they do it the right way, there is a way that she can actually drop it while making other talent look well. Mm-hmm. If they build that hype machine up, which after th- this whole weekend just ruined her as far as like going forward in the future. Because I don't know, I don't know how how they're how they're gonna book that. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they're gonna. Especially with the controversy surrounding her, I don't know how they're gonna how they're gonna continue for it. Now they could just go back right. and do like a cane angle, which mm-hmm. you win the title, you drop it the next the next go round. Right. Uh, they could do something like that and play it like a fluke. Right. If if the controversy is indeed that deep, but uh, I don't see how they're gonna book that going forward. You have to book that very very delicately. To make all parties involved look at least okay, and my thing is this: you know, let's let's put the the uh, the, the controversy to the side for a minute because, at, like you mentioned earlier, um, the timing of this was questionable. You know, on the eve of her having the biggest match of her career, um, and the biggest match pretty much in in Impact Wrestling, and like we would say maybe what the last five years, you know. Yeah. This you know this was a big deal. This generated a lot. It generated a lot of buzz for Impact Wrestling. Right. Um, so I, and and you know and then you know Ricochet, uh, who is the ex boyfriend of Tessa Blanchard, right? Mentioned before that she's not a good person. You know, and it's kind of like I heard. Um, I, you know, I, I've heard people say that you know when you're in Impact Wrestling and you're not signed to you know the big one, the WWE, right? Or you're not working with AEW, or you're not working you know anywhere else, or you're stuck at Impact Wrestling. It's because nobody else wants to deal with you. It's like the Chateau did. It, it's wrestling. like it's like kind of like back in the day in the music industry, you had the big labels. You know, you had um, you know uh, Cash Money Records, you right? Know, you right, had, right. And, and then, but but then and then you had G Unit, right? Know, but then you move over and then you have fucking Koch. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like that. That's what it's that's the Geffen Records. It, it, exactly. So that's what we used to call back in the day when people used to you know leave um, used to leave WWE and they would end up in TNA. We'd be like, oh, they're going to Koch, right? Yeah, you know, trying yeah, to say yeah, relevant. Yeah. So that's kind of where we're at right now. And I don't. And I, and I think Impact Wrestling has worked hard to try to fix they, themselves. Yeah, and, they, and I think they they're they're doing good. Exactly. They're putting in work and they they put so, work. so I'm not going to sit here and bury. The company, I'm just burying the fucking fact that they made a woman the world champion. I don't think that's believable. If if that's what they're doing, then what does that say about your knockouts championship? It doesn't mean shit because she's you know she's carrying the world heavyweight championship. So what's the point of having a new knockouts belt? What's the point of having the knockouts division if your if your women are going to fight? And that's the why men? that's why I said like they they really have to book that very very delicately, right? Um, and which. They this wasn't this wasn't like an overnight angle. They spent the, they spent a long time building her into something formidable. Well, I know that they've had a, a match previously, her and right. Callahan, right? Which was leading them to this one here, right? You know, so I, they they spent they they've invested a lot of time into that angle, into right. at least generating a lot of buzz for it to be believable, right? Um, and which is why last weekend's. 
everything that happened with the tweets and the girls coming out and, and saying what they said, yeah. it, it just made it more unfortunate. Um, right. And it does make it harder going forward to, right. to book that. So I don't, right. like I said, you have to walk a fine line because that that situation it can it can ruin a, it can ruin a company because there are people like like me I go into it open minded right if you book it right it can be it can be done right uh, and it could also fail <laughs> if you don't book this right right and then there's people that just don't understand like I I don't I don't like it I, I'm in the boat not I, you like know what I, I'm in the boat of uh, of Arn Anderson. And we both don't we, we we both don't get it, you know. And I and I'm all you know. I'm going to have to keep it, you know, keep it one thousand and just you know go with Anderson because Anderson doesn't get it and I don't get it either. But moving on from uh, the Tessa Blanchard situation, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about AEW. Okay, all elite wrestling. Um, you know, back originally when I was uh, doing stuff here on this. Uh, you know, YouTube channel, um, at the time, uh, there wasn't all of wrestling. Um, I remember me and, uh, my, my, my partner, uh, Steve Yurick, uh, interviewed Jeff Jarrett. Right. And Jeff Jarrett was trying to launch his, uh, global force wrestling. And I asked him, well, what the hell is it? You know, what is global force wrestling? Never came to be, you know, that, right. that was supposed to be the next and, big and alternative. There, there was some buzz around that too. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, Jeff Jarrett said that there was going to be, another wrestling boom and he said it started with the WWE network and it was going to be all this and I, I just I never thought that and then we all know what happened with GWF you know our global force wrestling I should say GFW right. we knew what happened with GFW as far as the controversy that happened with Anthem when Anthem took over Impact Wrestling right. and then they fucking deleted the videos they right. said that you know all the videos got deleted because they needed service spaces just, right, right, right. just bullshit like that so right. fast forward now to the content involved in the wrestling business getting in bed with the elite you know what I'm saying to form all elite wrestling some things I like some things I don't like you and I watched um, All In right uh, not All In no all out. Double or Nothing yeah yeah Double or Nothing Double or Nothing we watched Double or Nothing at your place and um, I remember watching it and I'm like okay well it's okay some things I would do differently but right. I was giving them a chance because I'm like listen they don't have TV so they, they're booking on the fly because they don't have TV but they're right. telling stories I said let's wait and see when the TV show comes on TNT and let's okay. see what they can do. Fine. We're at the stage now of TNT. There's a lot of shit that I don't particularly like about the show. Okay. okay. Mainly we, what? Mainly, I don't like the women's division. <laughs> okay. I, I think they have some talented females. They, have they do. Uh, I just think they're, they are pushing the wrong shit. So, we can get into that. Um, what else don't you like? You know, I'm just not a fan, really, of of all the spot, spot, spot. You know, not letting anything. You know, it, they're not telling a story. Right. I watch these matches. So you go into it expecting a story, right? And you're getting you're getting athleticism. I'm getting I'm getting the I'm, I'm getting the the athleticism. Yeah, but I'm getting the athleticism of if I'm watching gymnastics. Right, you know what I'm right. saying, and and that's like it's not telling it, it's not telling a story. You know what I mean? I'm like I want to, 
You know what I mean? It's like it's like okay, I'm watching tonight Bash at the Beach, right? Right. AEW Bash at the Beach, and it was a phenomenal, phenomenal fucking four way tag team match. Oh, to open it? Yes. Yes. Phenomenal. Definitely. But yes. it was just like spot, spot, after spot, spot, after spot, spot, after spot, 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 to that point, they yeah. did kind of sneak in a couple storylines in there. Some right. of them you have to pay attention to. Oh, I like the. I, like, I mean, I'm, I'm digging the the whole um, the whole you know shit going on between Omega and Hangman Page. You right, know, right, right. Hangman's gonna turn. You know it. Heel. You know it. It's coming. Right. You know. So yeah. I'm, I'm digging that. So they they do kind of sneak the story in there, and they try to work off of it, right. but. To, to your point, and you're not the only person that said this before. Uh, to your point, there is a lot of there is a lot of spots yeah. in a lot of matches, right. and the women's division does need work. I, I will agree with you there. Um, but they have come further than they were than when they first started. They're just they're just starting off way slower than the than everyone else. Okay, do we honestly need the Nightmare Collective? No. Okay. I agree. We do. We do not need that. I'm shit. looking like we got the Nightmare Collective going, and we got the Dark Order. Which one of these two factions are going to be the one to make you know actually going to draw viewers and actually going to probably draw some money? Probably the Dark Order. Probably. You know what I mean? I, I would say. I would say what they're doing with the Dark Order. I love it because they do like these commercial spots that well they look like commercial spots. And it's like it's a vignette, right? They do these vignettes, and they they it looks like a commercial, right? Like, hey, join the Dark Order, right? Uh, what the Nightmare Collective has going on, I don't I'm I don't know. It's like when I look at the Nightmare Collective and I look at Awesome Kong, right? Awesome Kong is pretty much doing the exact same gimmick she was doing when she was Karma, right? In WWE, right? That's where I look at that, right? And it's like. It didn't work. It didn't work then, right? You know, it could have worked, but for whatever reason, it didn't work. And she, well, and I think I think more so now because yeah, uh, she's she's older, yeah, and she hasn't been in the ring that much, right? Which she can't really get in the ring that much. No, nah, she's not. She's not the. Unfortunately, she's not the monster she was. Right. Wrestling fucking right. Gail Kim in TNA. Exactly. You know what I mean, that awesome Kong would have fucked anybody. Up. Exactly. And I don't think the aura is there anymore for her, but uh, it's, it's the whole group is just like they just threw some shit together. Yeah, I'm just not digging it. I mean, I think you know, I think Brandy Rose is a, is a very beautiful, attractive woman. Facts, but I think she's fucking terrible. You know what I mean? I, I just she she's not a believable. She, yeah, she doesn't heel. come off as she believable. does. No, I, right. I mean, I would rather like her. I would rather see her in that kind of Stephanie McMahon role. You know, if she can pull she that off. She shined there. Yeah. She, was, she, she yeah. really shined there. Yeah. This yeah. whole Nightmare Collective thing, it just seems really forced to me. Right. You know, and now look on the other side, look at the Dark Order, which I was like, man, who are these, these fucking scrubs oh, yeah. when, when they first came? When they first came out, I was yeah. like, who the fuck is it? Right. But now, I'm <laughs> yeah, kind of like, okay, I'm kind of digging this. Yeah. I kind of, I want to see where it goes. And, you know, Dave Meltzer had an idea the other day, you know, um, there's been talk about, you know, some possible departures coming from WWE and one of the names mentioned was Matt Hardy and he pitched the idea of, of Matt Hardy being, dark, the, being behind the dark order I think that would be that would be great you know and if, that, if he was to bring the broken you that know, would be universe, fucking amazing yeah and it's a broken Matt Hardy a broken in Matt charge Hardy of the, in charge yes. of exactly and Give now you that. have that 
versus the inner circle. Oh yes, you know what I'm saying. Give that is it. fucking money. I yeah, that's money. You know, I don't want the Dark Order to be like fall victim to the Aces and Eights shit. You know what I mean? <laughs> right, right. You know what right. I mean? Even though even though I thought Aces and Eights were cool, it worked. Yeah. It worked for a while until they unmasked them. Right. Until they unmasked them, that's right. what, that's what killed them. Yeah, it worked for a long time. Now, one thing I like about AEW, I'm I'm loving the commentary of of Jim Ross. And Tony Schiavone being back together again. Uh, the nostalgic feeling of it. Excalibur is okay. You know what? They had uh, on one of the shows, I think it was uh, it was it was Taz. Yes. Was it Taz, it Tony, Taz. and uh, No, Taz, Taz, Jim, and Excalibur. Well, give me Taz, Tony, and Jim. Thank you. That would be a fucking solid Excalibur lineup. would be good on AEW Dark. Exactly. You know what I mean? He's not bad. He's, he's not, really bad. not bad. He just ain't ready for prime time. But you know, I have a lot of friends that actually like Excalibur. They're like, I mean, I, he's, he's not. I mean, he's, he's not, not bad. bad. It's just like he got some. You listen, man. You're fucking sitting next to Jim Ross, yeah, and, and Tony Schiavone, and then you know, I, and people give Jim Ross a lot of shit. Let me tell you something. Jim Ross is a fucking man. He's fucking calling it. Yeah, he's, he's a fucking, fucking calling man. It. I, I listen to this dude's podcast when I'm at work. I can listen to Jim Ross for hours. Oh, yeah. He gives, I listen he, to Tony's podcast. He I listen to Eric's gems. podcast. Just recently got to listen to Aaron Anderson's podcast. He, he, he can give you gems. Yeah. Jim, Jim will give you some... He'll give you some knowledge. Right. And so people stop knocking Jim Ross. Come on now. No, he's, he's doing a hell of a job. Right. He's doing a hell of a job calling it. Yeah. Um, and... For because I do I do try to put my podcast out to people who don't necessarily watch wrestling. Yeah. But um, the people who don't and end up watching it actually, they like. This is my first time coming back into wrestling because some of them haven't watched it in forever, and they're like, "This is kind of fucking awesome to see Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone right on a on a show together." I'm just like, you know, when when seeing that that very first episode of Dynamite when uh, Tony Schiavone was in the ring with Cody when back you, on TNT. Yeah, when you hear it and you yeah. know that it's on TNT, exactly, it, it brings you back to Monday Nitro. Exactly. It really does. Exactly. Um, they did so. So you know, another thing that that I like, I'm I'm really digging uh, Jericho's uh, inner circle. I like I like I like, I like the inner circle. Yeah, I like the faction. I like the whole thing they got going on right now with Moxley. Um, they just did the uh, angle tonight. I was telling you about with Moxley getting spiked in the eye. Yeah, and yeah. That, you know, throw back to the Road Warriors turning on yeah. Dusty and spiking them. So. Um, you know, just a lot of a lot of stuff they're doing over there. I just I wish they would keep a lot of the goofy shit off the show. <laughs> you know what I mean? By goofy, elaborate. What I know what you're talking about, but elaborate. Okay, it's kind of like, dude. Like, listen, a lot of this, a lot, a lot of this crazy shit that they like to do, as as far as like these dumbass angles that they they like to pull, like you know, Michael Nakazawa getting you know in, in the back with. With with Pac, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna beat up your best friend yeah, because I, everybody knows that he's Kenny's Omega, Kenny Omega's best friend. Yeah, I'm like, I don't need to see that shit on the main show. Put it on dark. <laughs> you know what I mean? Your 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 top shit should be should on, be on. And, and to be fair to AEW, yeah. they've only really been on TV for about three months as of as of this podcast. Yeah, and they haven't, and, and they've been on there three months. But here's the problem. They need to start sorting some of this shit out. They need to start sorting some of this shit out and keeping keeping some of these people off of of the TV. Like, okay, I I don't need to see 
fucking Markle stunt. You know, oh, you keep, don't like Markle? I, I, don't, I love I, I don't, Markle. I don't, I don't, I, it's, <laughs> it's just, it's not believable. But, and here's, here's some, here's, it's not it's a Luchasaurus not. And, and Jungle Boy? Good. Good. Yeah. If they want to have Markle stunt outside the ring as their, you know, the, the mascot the or something mascot. like that, that's fine. <laughs> don't have him in a fucking ring. With with you know with Jericho or or, or you know oh, Santana shit. Ortiz or somebody you don't you know what I mean don't have in the ring with fucking MJF or somebody come on now it's not believable it's like fair. a fucking child out there getting his ass beat <laughs> fair that's fair that's fair to say yeah that's fair to say but Marco Stunt is actually over there's a couple people in AEW that are over okay they and, don't need they like in any other company they. They probably wouldn't be over. And to me, I like that aspect of it. There's some people that are over yeah. that would never get over anywhere else. And I kind of think that's refreshing to a point. Okay. I, and I, see, I give that because see, when it doesn't matter if it's WWE, Monday Night Raw. It don't right. matter if it's Friday Night Smackdown or NXT. Stunt. You wouldn't see Marco Stunt on fucking Monday Night Raw. Uh, no. You wouldn't even see Marco Stunt on 205 Live. The only place you're probably going to see him is AEW. Right. And, and it's like, you know, one one of the cats that I was real critical of, but do you want me over? And I think <laughs> that he's fucking entertaining. Orange Cassidy. <laughs> yeah. I, I was Orange not digging Orange Cassidy him. is fucking saucy. Yeah, I was not digging him at first. And then, like, last week, for some reason, dude won me over. And then, and then the shit that he did tonight in that, that tag match, I was like, this dude is crazy. Have you seen, like, the evolution of Orange Cassidy? No, I haven't. Orange Cassidy can fucking wrestle. Oh, like, for can. real, for real. But he don't have to because... He have to. He's, he's, he's over he, like a motherfucker. I don't know how the fuck he did that, but he he worked himself to make it look like he's not even giving a fuck about wrestling. Right. And it's fucking over. Right. It's so over. I don't know how he did that. It's, it's funny. It's funny how he did that. And, and, I mean, and then it's like, what what else is wrong with the show? You know, honestly, I have a problem with the stage. The look of the stage. Those two damn tunnels remind me too much of TNA Impact back in the day. Yeah. If they were to change that and that cage chandelier thing that they got going on there, they got rid of that. That's I, Cody's I be, thing. I, I think it'd be, you know, I think it'd be okay. But those, but, the, but those are cosmetic things. Those are... Well, those well are at, like tonight. Yeah. They... they, they Kinda changed the set. It's Bash of the Beach. Yeah, for yeah, Bash of the Beach. It's kind of like they, you know WCW kind of thing, right? They they kind of changed it, right? Which I I actually like that whole production look of it. It looked pretty pretty cool, actually. I, I think yeah, it, it reminded it was a throwback to right. to Bash of the Beach, right? Um, another dude I'm digging um, on the show. One of the things I like on the show, I'm really digging uh, Sammy Guevara. Um, I like Sammy too. Yeah, I I'm like digging, Sammy too. Yeah. He and one of the things I like about AEW is like they do the the screen and screen commercial. Yes. I love that. And his fucking signs. Yeah, his yeah, signs yeah. during the commercial. Right. I love that. Yeah. Um and he's getting it over with that. And it's kinda like it's 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 these it's a little little nuance into it. Right. But it's keeping the interest into the crowd while they're on commercial. Well, because they know that the, 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 they know that we can't hear the shit. Right. So that's why he has those cue cards. He has the cue you know, cards. Yeah, right. Re- yeah, so he knows that. So right. I think that that's just, that's great. So those are, those are things that don't like and, and I like about 
the show. Over overall though, I'm I'm digging um, I'm digging where they're going. They just gotta cut a lot of the horse shit out of the show. They need to be presenting the best that they have. When you're going when you're on any time that you are trying to be an alternative to WWE, you cannot be WWE light. You cannot be WWE version two. Right. That's one of the reasons that, that where WCW started started floundering a little it's bit. It's because they started they started trying to, trying to, be, like, to be WWE version and, two, and a lot of it had to do with the ratings. And let's be honest, you had executives at TNT that that influenced that as well. Speaking of TNT, AEW signed and uh, signed through to uh, twenty twenty three. Yep. Uh, by one that, that's a big fuck you to <laughs> AEW haters uh, exactly. that thought but, it was yeah. gonna fail. Right. So TNT is very happy with right. the with the ratings. Very happy. I mean, AEW technically has not broken a million viewers yet. I'm I'm kind of interested to see what the what the ratings would be like after Bash from the Beach. Yeah. I'm I'm actually interested. Well, to yeah. Remember something. Bash from the Beach is actually uh, it's a two week thing. So it's this right, week right, and, right. This and week. next week. Right, but I'm so. actually I I really want to see what the ratings look like after tonight. Right, or after the show that was tonight. Right. So uh, they they've actually been they've been approaching a million views and they've been holding kind of steady at at about nine hundred thousand for the past couple of weeks. Right. So I I last week kind of ended on a on a sour note, but tonight the start the kickoff was phenomenal. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, I think eventually they're going to get that one million. I think overview. they will, but I mean, because because I mean, honestly, you know, what was it? TNA was on like one point four million right. a week or some shit like that, right? right? So you know, they haven't even reached uh, TNA numbers yet, right? And TNA was on well, the they 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 stuck it the first show in which right. everybody knew. But I think, uh, but I think what a lot of with AEW too is a lot of it was a lot of hype, right? And I the think hype. honestly, I think. With a lot of the shit that they've done, they have kind of turned some people away. Right. I, uh, I agree with that. I, I would I, agree. And, I, and I will. I will always stay firm in my belief that when the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega, you know, Heyman Page, when these guys were a part of Bullet Club, they were more over. I think it was the Bullet Club. That was over it, not so much the elite. Because my yeah, thing is I would agree with where are all those people at that were, you know, we've been to shows, you know. Yep. We we went to the New Japan show that happened out in Long Beach. We saw the wrestling fans that were there majority of the audience. Was Actually that was club. one of the last shows they did. Yeah. Um for New Japan. Exactly. They wrestled uh G O D. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, so where are all these people at? So that's kind of my belief has always been that they were more, you know, it wasn't so much that they were over. It was the Bullet Club. Right. That, that was, was over. over. Which I now don't know if the Bullet Club is even a thing anymore. I mean, they I, think are. It, I think it is, but they it's are. not as high as it was. They are. You know who's leading that shit now? Yeah, uh, this is a switchblade, right? Kenta. Kenta's leading Bullet Club? Kenta's the leader of Bullet Club. What happened to uh, Jay White? He's still there. But Kenta's the first Japanese leader of Bullet Club. Oh, really? Okay. Yep. Hmm. Did not know that. Yep. Uh, actually, they they fucking had a hell of a pay per view. Uh, the Wrestle Kingdom. Yeah, Wrestle yeah. Kingdom was fucking awesome. Yeah, that was probably one of the best pay per views they've ever done. Right. Awesome. So why do you think that uh, night one and two? I think night one. Yeah. Night one was way better than night two, but night two was no slouch either. 
That well, shit was crazy. Well, now you you know you fast forward now to uh, to, to Kenta, um, as you just you know told me. I didn't even know that, but Kenta now leading the Bullet Club. Um, why do you think Kenta didn't necessarily work in uh, the NXT format? Uh, mainly injury. Right. Yeah. Out right. of sight, out of mind, and he was injured. Right. I, I agree with that. Well, good for him. Speaking of NXT, um, I have no idea what the hell is going on in NXT because I am not watching NXT. You gotta understand something. When when I'm when Wednesday night comes and it's like, okay, which show am I gonna watch? Am I gonna watch the WWE NXT show on USA Network or am I gonna watch AEW? I'm gonna watch AEW. Yeah, I haven't been watching NXT for yeah. a minute. I just I can't I can't get into <laughs> it personally. I, I'm sorry. They got a cool ass song, but I'm not into the Undisputed Era. I, I'm just I, I I'm just not into it. I don't. Get I it. like the undisputed. Yeah. I like I like them. Yeah, that's. Uh, I like Adam Cole. We're gonna have to agree to disagree on that. Yeah, one. Cole. Yeah, we, we can agree to disagree. I mean, but, they were to push now. Now, now, one thing I did see the other day. I don't know if you saw this picture now. Finn Balor had a a picture, uh, I believe, with uh, Damian Priest, and oh, and it could be and and it kind of you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Prince David with. Balak Fale. So, if, that could be interesting. Right. So, if they want to do something kind of like, you know, the Bullet Club, you know, in. That would be very interesting. Right. I'd be, I'd be very interested in that. And, and, and WWE, why, why are you not hooking Bauer up with the OC? Like, that's money. Why are y'all not oh, doing it? That's so much. I thought they were going to do it. When they did the whole Survivor Series angle, I thought it was coming. I thought that was given. Right, because it was money, and then when AJ Styles and and the OC went to NXT, right. I was like, please God, and they didn't do it. Yeah, they don't do a lot of things. They had the the club a while back, and they could have done something with it, and they just they didn't do it. But we might be seeing Balor Club sooner than later because now he's you know I think he's with Damian Priest now, so yeah. uh, we could be we could be seeing that uh, now very shortly. Will we be seeing the Bullet Club? On AEW. Okay, that's very interesting because I personally would love to see it. You know, Me there's too. some un, there's some unfinished business there with the elite and the firing squad of the of the Bullet Club. Yep. You know, I don't think they ever got that match. It's kind of like, damn, dude. When I think about it, it's kind of like you know we never got that match back in the day between the Wolf Pack and W.O. Black and yep. White. You know, so we need it. We need the elite versus you know the firing the, the squad. squad of the Bullet Club. Yep. I would love to see some type of a working relationship between New Japan and AEW because I think AEW needs it. They, because they do. WWE has done a superb job of locking down all the fucking talent. Yep, they need for it. Multi-year, five-year deals. Yep, they need it. They need it. Right. That would be fucking amazing. What Think about of the them? matches you would get oh, yeah. if they started working it. If you saw... I, I really want... I want the American audience to fucking experience Okada. They right. have to see this guy. Right. I want them to see Okada. At least, at least give me Okada versus Omega. Yeah, I, I saw him for the first time when we went to that show. Yeah. Dude, he's fucking amazing. He's fucking amazing. amazing. I didn't know he was as tall as he was either. Right. Him and fucking uh, Ibushi, Cody yeah. Ibushi. Right. They're both tall as shit. Which, by the way, if. If you have you watched Wrestle Kingdom? I have not. Not yet. You fucking have to watch this pay per view, dude. Yeah. Kota Ibushi versus uh, Kazuchika Okada. Yeah. Hands down, 
we're on, it was only four days into the new year, but that might already be match of the year. Better than Omega versus Okada? Fuck yes. Wow. And Meltzer that six stars. <laughs> that so. shit is fucking bananas. I'll have to check that out on the... Uh, it is bananas. New Japan World. Um, speaking of, um, you know, working relationships, so we know that uh, Marty Skrull, the villain himself, has re-signed with the Ring of Honor, and yep. he's now the head Jay booker. booker. And Marty Skrull would like to have a working relationship with AEW. The guy, wasn't he part of the Elite? Yeah. So, you know, it's kind of like the Elite. It's kind of like running They're taking over. Yeah, they're trying to take over the shit. Yeah. So, you know, he wants to have a working relationship. And I think, you know, I can see that happening. I can see that happening. You can see Ring of Honor. Ring of Honor, exactly, before I can see New Japan. Well, I, I think I could too. But with both companies, there's some shit to sort out. Oh, yeah. There, there's some shit to sort out because when the Young Bucks left Ring of Honor, right. there was a bad taste in everybody's mouth. Right. When Kenny Omega left New Japan, there was a bad taste in everybody's mouth. So there's working relationships. The Young Bucks are on record saying that they would never work with New Japan. Hmm. They're on record saying that shit. They would never work with New Japan. I don't but know why not. I don't know. They need to revisit it. How, 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 I mean, I think that's a bunch of crap because, number one, let's look at this. These guys were, were basically floundering in Ring of Honor. Right. They were floundering as Generation Me down in TNA. Yep. They show up and, and join this established faction, Bullet Club, in the early now stages of it. And now they're over. Yeah. And you can thank that, you know, thank New Japan for that. Yeah. You know, I mean, I'm not going to sit there and say, oh, Bullet Club, you know, or the Young Bucks I don't know, didn't do the work. I don't know what the process was with them right. leaving, but it had to do with them leaving. So. Well, they didn't get that together because yeah. I, I would love to see, you know, the G.O.D. Oh, and, and yes. AEW. You know yes. what I mean? I, I would love to see and that myself. don't they... Well, do they uh, still have a working relationship, New Japan, with Ring of Honor? Yes. They do. They do. So there you go. Right. <laughs> there you go. So we could possibly, you know, how WWE has this When Worlds Collide right. event coming up, you know, NXT versus NXT UK. Right. We could legitimately have When Worlds Collide, New Japan versus Ring of Honor right. versus AEW. And you can also, if you want to, it might be a little too much, but you can actually add in. NWA to that or MLW to that. MLW well they, they do want to work on a fucking super show here they do want to uh, they do want to work in relationship with MLW right I know that um, which I don't even know how I forgot that but Ring of Honor and uh, New Japan are doing a, a super card again right in Florida somewhere in Florida Lakeland Florida I believe but you know but New Japan see here's the thing it, it would be in, in New Japan's best interest to yes. work with all of the wrestling, and, and simply one, if, if you have one reason why they should, it's because they lost their they television have, spot they on access. Yep. They don't have it. St. Clair Broadcasting. I don't think that Ring of Honor has the the penetration in the United States that they say don't. TNT has right, with AEW. It would be and be who the, of the both main, of them right, the to main, work with AEW. The main selling point is. Yep. We have a mainstream American audience. You need to sell that. We have a mainstream American audience, not just not just syndicated in some spots. Right. We this is mainstream. Right. We're on mainstream. Right. Right? For one of the biggest networks yeah. in American television when it comes to pro wrestling. Do you want in or do you not want in? Yeah. So you know, I mean, if you want to be a true alternative 
to the to the whip. If they do the that WWE, shit, they need they need to be work. They need yeah. to help each other. If they do that shit, they will flip the wrestling industry on this. Oh, I, I think they would. It would be flipped on. And, and imagine if you, like I said, you take this this Bullet Club faction, and you was to put that on American TV with. You know, AEW. You put that on American TV network with the TVMA 14 content. Yes. And then you, here's what you do you take Tamatanga and you bring him to a backstage promo session and right. just let him talk. Right. Because so, if I'm looking, if, if I'm a fan, <laughs> right. And I look at these dudes over here that's calling themselves the OC. Right. And I look over just, here and I see the real Bullet yep, Club. Just let him talk. Shit. <laughs> Just, just yeah. let him talk. Right. Beep when you need to beep it, but just give that man a mic and let him talk. And it seems like He'll TNT sell. has been very um, lenient with the, the old oh, language yeah. thing. Oh, so, yeah, yeah. You know, it, yeah. it is what it is. So That's what I said. Beep him when you need to. Right. Like, he's going to drop an F-bomb. You know that. Right. So so beep that out. But everything else, just leave it. They, right. let, they let Cody say goddamn on TV. They it? sure did. So... <laughs> I mean, hey, it, it is what it is. I mean, you know, you get a little bit more leeway. Of course, they'll never do that in WWE, but... You will be fired. Yes, exactly. I Well, I don't know, because they're kind of pushing the envelope, too. They're pushing the envelope, but they're not going to push it like AEW. No, no, they haven't. It's going to push it. Um, yeah, man, so... I mean... Yeah, I mean, as, as long as we can get that working relationship between these, these companies, because AEW's roster is, is pretty damn thin from all the guys that yeah. they had signed. They're pretty damn thin at this point. So they need people. They need, you know, to work, have these relationships. They need the, the Jay Lethals to come over there. Right. And, and you know, all, all the New Japan uh, talent that they can get. You know, let's get some well, other people. What, let's get some cats from which MLW. Which is interesting, which is interesting, because they, they've been trying to, so Jericho, Jericho and Moxley, right, both went to Wrestle Kingdom, right. Which I need you to watch Wrestle Kingdom. I can't say this enough. Right. <laughs> I need you to watch this shit. Jericho was announced as the AEW Heavyweight Champion, right? But they would not announce any of the New Japan stuff on AEW television. Because True. that was a Tony Khan decision because right. he didn't want to mention that Moxley is the United States champion. Which he, he wanted. Yeah, he, yeah, he doesn't want to mention any of that because he feels like it, it, it takes away like he doesn't From want to, AEW. Yeah, exactly. But if you just do that, yeah. I promise you, you will bring so much attention to both companies. Because now you're you're reaching out to another audience. Right. This guy's the new Japan world champion. New Japan fans, he's on AEW, he's on TNT. Right. Oh, let me check this shit out. Right. There you go. Now, you got AEW fans like, oh, he's the New Japan champion? What's New Japan? Mm-hmm. Granted, not a lot of AEW fans may not know what. There's I think no, they do. Yeah. All right, let me check out New Japan. Where do I check it out? Oh, they don't have TV. We got to get these guys on TV. Right. Boom. Sold. And simple fact that back in the day, how WCW had that working relationship with New Japan, right? You know, we had you know right. NWO Japan. That's how you found out about yeah, exactly. a lot of guys like so Muda, yep, Chono, uh, yep, Kensuke Sasaki, yep, Akira Hokuto, Liger, yep. You found out about a lot of guys that Ultimo way. Dragon, yep. 
Ultimo Dragon was my guy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I was just watching uh, his match he had with Rey Mysterio at World War Three ninety six, when he was the uh, the Super J Crown Champion. Had oh all yeah, 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 yeah. One of the best matches was uh, Jushin Liger versus uh, Rey Mysterio. I forgot where that fucking match happened at. It may have been just like a regular night. No, it wasn't. It was a pay per view. Right. Forget which one it is. Was it Starcade? It may have been Starcade. Yeah, I think it was Starcade '96. Yeah, it may have been Starcade. Yeah. But yeah, I went. I went and revisited a whole bunch of those matches. And I was like, damn, this match was fucking hard hitting. Dude, one of the best matches I ever saw with Mysterio was um, versus Eddie Guerrero Halloween. Oh Havoc, my 97. god! Oh yes. my god! That's to me. That's one of my most. That's one of my. That was the best ever. match on the card. Yes. They stole the show with that. Yeah, match. that was the best match on the card because you ended the show with Piper Hogan that damn cage. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm like that match shit. was fucking amazing. Yeah. <laughs> that match was crazy. Yeah, that's that's like one of my favorite matches ever. Right. Ever out of any match ever, that's like one of my favorites because I remember watching it and I was like, "What the hell? Right? Is going on? Like when he." He caught him like Rey Mysterio tried to uh, jump off the. He does his little springboard. Yeah, I think he he tried to springboard Hurricane Ronan and Eddie Guerrero caught his ass and power bombed him. And then you just hear Bobby Heenan go, "Oh, right." <laughs> like and, you know that shit hurt. And 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 also, uh, you know, Eddie Guerrero was the first one to have the 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 championship on his shoulder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With, yeah, with yeah. the plates, you know, so. He, was, he, he did that way before Reigns did it, but that's never story for another day. <laughs> but yeah, man. I mean, you know, we'll see what happens. Yeah, definitely. So, have you uh, have you watched um, NWA Power? I've caught a couple of episodes. I know right now they're uh, they're building something up with Nick Aldis. Yep. Um, for, I'm I'm not exactly sure uh, who he's wrestling. Um, I don't think it's PCO. No. Um, so, the latest yeah. in it is he is going to be wrestling. Uh, I want to say he's wrestling somebody out of the Rock and Roll Express. One of them. Oh, was, uh, wasn't it Ricky Morton? I think it's Ricky. Morton. Yeah, I think yeah. I think it is Ricky Morton. Yeah, he's wrestling one of them from the from the Rock and Roll Express. Right, which is fucking insane. Right, it's fucking insane that they're they're still going. They're still wrestling. Right, that is fucking insane, and still going. Yeah, they're still going. Aren't they the? Uh, if they're, they're NWA tag. That's why I was gonna say, aren't they the NWA tag? Yeah. Jobs? Right. So yeah, it's 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 crazy to see, but NWA power. Um, it's it's actually not that bad. No, it's not. It's, it's not, not that bad. That bad I, I like I like the um, the aesthetic of the show. Yep. Um, I, I like the old school feel of it. Uh, it reminds me of the old you know World Championship Wrestling show yep. back in the day. Um, and I believe it's actually in the same building. Um, yeah, same it is. Stage. It yeah. actually is. Yeah. Yeah. So that's a that's same a cool studio. Throwback. Yeah. Same studio. Same kind of ring. And all that. I, I was a big fan of the WWE style ring. Yeah. Well, that's oh, yeah. the same one AEW uses. Yeah. So I was a big fan of that ring. So it's, you know, it's great to it's great to see it. it's, it's great to see other wrestling out there besides 
WWE. And, it and, speaking, is. and speaking of other wrestling, you know, we, we mentioned earlier about MLW. And uh, have you got a chance to see the Von Erich boys? I actually saw the Von Erich boys before they got there. Yeah. Like, I was on to them before they got there. Right. Um, but huge fans of them. Yeah. yeah very they, huge they, fans. Yeah, they're, they're a very good tag team. I would not mind seeing them at AEW yep. as well, you know? Yep. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, we, we'll, we'll see what happens in the, uh, the, the weeks and months to come as far as if we can get that... Um, you know, working relationship with with AEW and Ring of Honor or AEW and, and New Japan because they all can help each other. They can all benefit because you go inside the ring with eight hundred pound gorilla, which is the WWE, and they're gonna knock your ass out. Yeah, you gotta you gotta play it smart. Exactly. You don't have don't to play it smart. Don't think of them as competition. Just be an alternative. Do your own thing, but don't keep having the stupid shit on the show. <laughs> that's that's all I bet. Keep the nightmare collective shit on AEW Dark. Yeah, try like to all your all your dumb shit. Yeah, just keep it on everything dark. you're experimenting with. Right. Put that shit on AEW Dark. Right. Like they did the AEW Dark and they had the Memphis uh Legends. And the Rest. Memphis and Legends awesome. shit should have been on the show. Been, yeah, it should have been on the show. They I'm like they put that nightmare collective bullshit <laughs> and that and that Luther guy debut and I'm yep. like you could have had that, that shit on the show. Exactly. You had, you know, you had the rock and roll. You had yep. Lance, you know, Lance Russell's son was there. Yep. You had, you know, Austin Idol was out there. You, yep. I mean, all these different cats, and you know, and but, but the crowds popping. The crowds popping big time of it. Over. Yep. Exactly. You know what I mean? But you put the Nightmare Collective on where you could have put this segment, and and it's like you promised. The, the Memphis Legends <laughs> segments. You promised that you were going to have this on yep. the show. So that's something they can't do. Don't do that bait and switch shit, man. Yep. You know what I mean? Like, ah, oh, this ain't going to work. No. It fucking works. It works. It exactly. worked. It worked on the AEW Dark. Put yeah. that shit on the show. Exactly. Now, for the rest of the AEW Dark, eh, didn't really care for it. <laughs> right. You know? Right. Really do all of it. your experimental shit on there. And I'm pretty sure if you're putting it on YouTube anyway. Yeah. I'm pretty sure somebody out there is gonna love that. Well, show. I mean, so so the uh, the the president of TNT said that they want to take the AEW Dark show and they want to bring it to TNT Network. That's what they really, do. yeah, they want to do that. But he says he doesn't believe you know the AEW should be giving that whole show away on their YouTube channel. He says you can maybe put a clip or something on YouTube. Wow. But he says you shouldn't be putting the whole damn Dark episode on YouTube. Wow. Yeah. That's that's interesting. Yeah, he said you shouldn't be doing it. I tend to agree with him. You don't see WWE yeah. putting fucking two hundred five live yeah. on the whole episode I, of YouTube or the whole episode of Raw or SmackDown. I thought it was cool, but I, yeah, I agree with that. Like, yeah, I didn't think they were gonna actually go that route. I thought they were doing that because they couldn't put that shit on TNT. Yeah, well, but, you know, they want a second show. They said they want to have uh, they want to have AW Dark as that second show, and it's going to be kind of what a, a, kind of like a docu series, kind of behind the scenes, kind of that's right, what they right, kind right. of want to do with it, and have you know still have AW and still have a show. match or two there. exactly. Because if you remember, yeah. here's the thing: if you remember the problem when 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 WCW back in the day they launched Thunder was it took eyes away from Nitro, right? You know, what I mean, it, right. it started to wire down because dude, you had you know you had Nitro, you had Thunder. You had WCW Saturday night. Well, in that era, too much wrestling was not really a good thing either. Right. Because they, because if I remember correctly, at that point, okay, so you had um, you had by what was it, July ninety eight, you had three hours Nitro, right, going forward, right. You had two hours of Thunder. Then you Back had two then, hours that was like a that was like a curse. That was like yeah. 
uh, you can't really engage them for that long. Right. That's one of that was one of the knocks on Raw. They just didn't give a fuck. And it's anymore. like now, yeah. fucking three hours of Raw, yeah. two hours of SmackDown. Yeah. That was like NXT two hundred five live. Yeah, they didn't really give a shit what fans thought. Yeah, like, two three much. hours is way too fucking much, and yeah. they were like, "Fuck it, we're doing it anyway." Uh, yeah, I, and that was like okay. Like if you knock down, if you rock knock Raw down to two hours now, you probably be cursing everybody. Well, Bischoff said why they they put Raw, you know, Nitro for three hours. Right. You know, basically said that, you know, they felt, hey, listen, we're spending $500,000 a TV episode for two hours. Why not do three? Right. You know, so I, I get it. Yeah, I get that. But also, they get the extra, you know, extra ad revenue from the third hour. Right. You know, so, yeah. But, I, that's gotta be hell for like, the writers and everybody because shit can change and then, if you, one of the knocks on Raw is like, you're doing all these segments, right? But you kind of have to because there's three hours of fucking raw. I mean, dude, what do you think the episode, the first episode of Thunder was? Was all clips from Nitro, right? You no, know, you got to fill that time in. You know yep. what I'm saying? And you that's have thing, to fill the time. AEW's got a, another thing. AEW has to do is they got to spread that talent roster out, man. They got to start bringing some of these other cats on the show to get over. Um, you can't well, have the Lucha Bros and, and and all these different guys on the show every single week. You gotta have some variety, man. Give me right. something different. You right. know what I mean? Right. And, and they, they kind of did that last night. I, I've heard, I've heard some, I've heard some complaints about that too. It's yeah. like it's the same people, right. Over and over and. But over. nobody was saying that, right? When it was when you know with the brand split WWE, right? Every fucking week, right? It was the same people, right? You know but I mean? yeah, and again, new company, new company. Talent roster's really not that big, but it's gonna be one of the things that gets focused on, which right. is why I'm like. You need you need another at least a working relationship with New Japan, right? With somebody else, right? You need a you need a working relationship, right? I totally agree with you. So, like, you need to bring in some some more stars. Like, imagine, just imagine if you brought in somebody like a Will Osprey. Oh yeah, right. Like, you don't even have to use him a lot, right? Like, just bring them in. You can make a storyline or whatever you guys want to do. You got tag teams, tag team division, which I do like about AEW. Oh, it's the best division going. Yeah. I do like that about AEW. Your tag division, you bring in you bring in G.O.D. You bring in whoever else you want to bring in. You can bring in the Von Erics. Right. And then you can build from there. Fucking Tom Lawler. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, MLW. You can go right for that right yeah. inside heavyweight division. So here's the, here's the next question. While we're on the topic of the of AEW, do you think it's time for AEW to bring in a secondary? I was just about to say that male championship. Yep, I was just about to say that they need something else to focus on. Maybe uh, television championship because you know Maybe. NWA just brought back the classic TV title. Yep. So, Which I kind of wonder why they did that because they're not on a real TV show, but yeah, it's YouTube. It, yeah, it it makes sense. They can work it. Yeah, I was like, why don't you name it the YouTube or Internet Championship? Something? No. Nah. But I get it. You're the television champion. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're getting views. Whatever. It works. But I would put you know AW should have a TNT or. The, the TV belt. Right. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, make a TV title. Um, to get the other guy something to fight for. Right. Because everybody can't be the world right. champion. Yeah, 
you know that no one not everybody's gonna be the world champion exactly and I guess if you want to break that down into the ranking structure I mean you can make a separate ranking for those see I think the ranking system is stupid and then that's where the that's where the title yeah. that's where the secondary title will come into yeah. play you have to get rid of the rankings right I will get rid of the ranking system yep you have to get rid of the rankings because you know you can't have a ranking system in professional wrestling, when professional wrestling is is a work sport, you know ahead of time who the fuck is winning. So the ranking system doesn't work, right? You know what I mean? So it, uh, I don't know. That's just that that's just something out there. Just like I would love to see when it comes to Hangman Page. I think we, you know, me and you've talked about this all there. Um, I would love to see them do maybe a, a, a newer version of the Four Horsemen. Oh yeah, yeah. Be simply because I believe Conrad Thompson. Owns the trademark on the four horsemen. Really? Yeah, that's how I guess him and Cody Rose were up one night, just you know, copyright shit. That's how they were able to get Bash at the Beach. That's how they were able to get Bunkhouse Stampede. Yeah, all those other things he trademarked. Um, Which, that's a that's a smart. And then WWE came. It pissed them off. They came and fucking. <laughs> they copied. They trademarked um, copyrighted all this shit. They yep. they got. Um, it pissed them. Sold the out. Yeah. World War Three. <laughs> Sin. Uh, New Blood Rising, all this bullshit. Yep. They know they're never going. They're use. never going to use it. Matter of fact, when they when they found out about Bash at the Beach, you know what they did? They're like, "Fuck it, we're doing Starcade. You're not getting this shit." Yeah, they, yeah. <laughs> they already had Starcade. Yeah. They they've been using Starcade the last few years. The like, thing you're is, not, you're they not. never did nothing. They nope. never trademarked, nope. you know, like, Bash at the Beach. Like we got all this shit, we're not going to use it. Oh, exactly. Bash at the Beach. I'm, and I was thinking, like, I was thinking, like, why the hell didn't Cody get Halloween Havoc? <laughs> You know what? He probably tried. Get how we have it. And fucking, um, I think another good thing too was uh, Super Brawl. Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure he probably tried. Yeah. If he got if he got bashed at the beach, he was like, "Well, this is the only one available. I'm taking it." Well, you know, because a lot of it was he went he went after a lot of his dad's creations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, yeah. So, I mean, so I, did he get did he get the Rhodes name out of it? So the thing with the Rhodes name, for what I read, was is the U.S. Um, Patent and Copyright Office denied his request for mm. for that, but it was simply because it's something minor that I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to work out. It was because uh, Dustin Rhodes, it, it was too similar to Dustin Rhodes, right? So basically, you know, their brothers. Hey, this is a situation here. I'm trying to get you know Pop's name, right? It, it's kind of like you're blocking it because of your name. So that's pretty much what it is. It's too similar to Dustin Rhodes. Oh, that's what the issue is. So I'm pretty sure they're going to be able to, to you know, resolve that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Yeah. So that's the end of that situation there. But hey, man, I think uh, I think we're done for yeah. for tonight. We can go ahead and uh, wrap this wrap, shit up. Yeah, wrap this shit up. <laughs> so uh, we hope that you uh, listeners out there have enjoyed listening to us um, talk wrestling. Yep. Um, you know, no scripts here. We just shoot, shoot the shit. Shoot off the hip, big exactly. boy. <laughs> exactly. And uh, we're going to try to do this again next week. So for the Black Mac, I'm Frank D.